really sick today. If you're wondering what's happening to you, it's the waters of the heavens and it's the waters below. Like the days of Noah, the upper and lower pools coming upon you and washing you through your blood and through your souls and the chambers of your hearts. It's removing the record of sin. It's removing the record of self-righteousness and pride and ego and all the selfishness of the soul living independently from the waters of life of the chief shepherd, the creator and his spirit. All of that is being washed away from your minds and from your souls and from your bloodlines today. All record of wrongdoing, of all wickedness, is being quickly taken away. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the cosmos. That's the word he used, of the universe. He said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Didn't say earth. He said cosmos. The word in there is universe. Taking away the sins of the record of wrongdoing in the stars and sands. He's taking it away by opening up every dimension that Adam and Eve walked in before the fall. This universe was completely lorded over by Adam and Eve. Every single room in this universe, every single realm, every single dimension, every single place that you could possibly imagine that you will be experiencing for a long, long time now as you awaken spiritually and cast off the grave clothes of the limitations of living in the curse of the natural realm, all of this was operated in by Adam and Eve. We lost this world to Satan and his angels, to the reptilian race. And we began to be stuck in the sand and lorded over by serpents. It's called in Daniel chapter 12, the dust of the earth or the serpent's food of Genesis. And you will crawl on your belly and eat dust all your days. So if you're in the dust, the serpents are over you. But if you're in the living waters, you have believed in Jesus Christ and you have overcome the world. And now you start over in the living waters and you start over in the crystal sea. And that's written in Revelation 4.3. His appearance was sparkling like crystal and glowing like a carnelian gemstone. Surrounding the throne was a circle of green light like an emerald rainbow. The water king. Everything in heaven is underwater. The king of glory is the king of living waters. The river flows from the throne. It's all living. It's all underwater. Heaven is the underwater world. Eden is underwater. Zion is underwater. The mountain of the Lord is a water mountain. The third day temple is a water temple. Out of your belly will flow living waters from below and living waters from above. Revelation 4, 6. And in front of the throne, there was pavement like a crystal sea of glass. He rules the waters. Psalm says he sits enthroned above the floods. He's the water king. He's like Poseidon with his trident and crown. Amen. So all these Greek gods, Roman gods, and all the mythology stuff, that's what the fallen angels took over in all the realms that once belonged to Adam and Eve. And devils ruled those realms, and men and women that sacrificed others became sorcerers and warlocks and witches and ruled with fallen angels in those realms until the manifesting sons of God appeared in this generation and took back what he stole from us. And then all of those realms become our realms in the restoration of all things, the restoration of all realms, the restoration of the heavens and the restoration of the earth and the restoration of under the earth. 
One of the most guarded secrets I've ever discovered in 20 years of the glory is that the underwater world has always been told as belonging to Satan. That's hell. Don't go down there. It's hell. Surprisingly, it's not hell. Is there a hell? Absolutely, there's a hell. Is it the underwater world? That's a completely different dimension than the hell dimension. When you sink down into the lower waters, you'll find the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. That's what raised him out of Tartarus into the surface of the earth. The Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead, and the power of the Holy Spirit still remains in that realm. That's the crystal sea. That's the lower pool. That's what we're experiencing today. That sinking of the lower waters, that's the resurrection of the Lamb by the living waters of the Holy Spirit. That's what we're swimming in today. The lower pool. The upper pool is the heavens. The lower pool is under the earth. It's all the depths of the sea. All the depths of the living sea, of the crystal sea, it's below you. You have to be very humble to sink down into it. You have to really sacrifice religion. This is the most guarded realm I've ever discovered in 20 years being in the glory. You have no idea. I mean, this is what, this is promised land stuff right here. Satan has guarded this realm with more lies than anything I've ever seen in my entire life. And you have to be sanctified from religion so thoroughly and sanctified especially from lust. Because you go into these realms, you get tempted, you get tested constantly. Do you really want your inheritance? There's stuff there that's been stealing your inheritance that will test you to see if the lamb has been really formed in you. I labor unto, un, I labor amongst you weary I labor amongst you unto weary weariness. I am so drunk right now until Christ be fully formed in you the apostle Paul says. I have labored amongst you unto weariness until Christ be fully formed in you. You're tested in these realms if if Christ has been fully formed in you. That's the only test. That's how you come into these new dimensions. That's how you come into your inheritance. If there's stuff in you that still belongs to the enemy, Satan's coming, oh, he has something in me, I can't enter that realm until it's sanctified up. And that's how you gather realms. That's how you go from glory to glory, conquering realms of glory. Glory to glory isn't always ascending as it is descending. You'll see the angels ascending and descending. You'll see the angels doing all kinds of stuff healing through you. They're working through Christ in you. They're working through the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and the Godhead formed in you. They're working through the measure of your sanctification of how much your mind is attached to the divine nature. How much your mind is attached to your spiritual ability and how much you've sacrificed your natural man and your natural inheritance. How much have you poured out Esau's bowl of soup? Esau's bowl of soup is the sacrifice of natural ability. It's the sacrifice of sorcery, which is religion. It's the sacrifice of immorality, which is rebellion. It's the sacrifice of all the curse of the fall to have the inheritance with Jesus to be co-heirs with Christ. An heir. Now, are you an H-E-I-R or an E-R-R-O-R? Because you are only an H-E-I-R if you've been sanctified, if you've been crucified, if you've poured out the ability of the flesh, the ability of the brain, as soup. Esau's bowl of soup. Pour it out. No thanks. 
I reject being a sorcerer of religion. I reject all my controlling of everything. You have to reject the control spirit, the serpent demon spirit that has to have it figured out. You have to pour that out. That has to be in control. You have to pour it out. That's the number one thing that needs to be poured out. Number two is lust. Number one is pride. Pride is worse. Because you can easily clean up the little lust stuff, but if you haven't given up control yet, I mean, there's just no chance you'll ever enter any realm of glory ever until you give up control. You have to let go and let God over and over until you trust the living waters, which is trusting the Lamb, the water king, the king of glory. And as the king of glory then controls your soul, Romans chapter 8, the soul, the mind that's controlled by the Spirit of God is at peace with the Father. The mind that's controlled by the waters, the living waters, is at peace with God, rests with God, has entered Sabbath rest, has entered promised land glory realms. And you can go deeper and deeper and deeper and live entirely underwater, start breathing through your ears, start breathing through your touch gates, your five physical senses get baptized in glory. There's a glory baptism, there's a baptism of cream and butter, there's a baptism of the crystal sea, there's all kinds of realms you get baptized into and the blueprint comes into your mind in the renewing of your mind and you have access to those dimensions. You have eyes in all those dimensions and you can go in, into those dimensions. You have keys to go anywhere you want in the mountain of the universe. And you move at will. You move at desire. And you move by having your faith authored and your faith perfected. Amen. Revelation 21.11 It was infused with the glory of God. And its radiance was like that of a very rare jewel. Like a jasper clear as crystal. Revelation 21.18 The city was pure gold, clear as crystal, and its wall was made of jasper. Now I've never seen it this deep underwater before, but the city of God is an underwater city. It's true. Where do pearls come from? Hello? Revelation 21.21 The twelve gates are twelve pearls. Each gate made of one pearl. These are like apostles, right? But it also represents people that have completely cast off the curse to live only out of the Spirit. Complete and totally sanctified to live 100% in the glory, in the water. Because the pearl has to get the shell off. And how do you get the shell off? By drinking the waters. It energizes your spirit to fully remove the grave clothes. That's how you get sealed in the water dimension and in the water city, the new Zion. Amen. That's how you live inside the water temple. That's how you go in and out of the water gates, in and out of the Eden gate where the four rivers flow from. There was a garden in the east that watered the garden. There's an east gate of the four rivers of Eden, the third heaven, that comes through our hearts and our renewed minds that now waters this garden. That garden watered this garden, and it waters it through the garden of your heart. To the measure you're sanctified, you'll be a sprinkler system in a drowning glory stream upon all the sands of the earth. And in the sand is the deception. 
One of the key revelations today is how Satan has used sand to deceive people as if they're in the water. If you put air, the prince of the power of the air, into the sand of the serpent's dust, it can replicate water. You can have a hot tub now filled with sand. They sell these. You can Google it. A hot tub, a hot tub that is filled with sand that they just shoot air into that has the exact, same exact buoyancy as water. Man, we're releasing mysteries today. You feel that? Whack. Just let it whack you. Boom. And that prince of the power of the air that works in sand that deceives the whole world deceives Christians to think they're actually in the water when they're still in the sand. So when the true crystal clear living waters come, people think that, well, they've already got it. And they're actually in the serpent's dust and there's snakes crawling through all the sand because that sand realm was given by God the Father to Satan in the Genesis story. That is the most powerful deception in the world that has to be removed from everyone's minds and everyone's hearts. People, people are telling me they can feel sand coming up out of their heart and out of their mouth. That's all the deception of the religious spirit. That's all the deception of Jezebel that's tricked everyone to be in a counterfeit dimension after they're born again to try to finish in the brain what began in the spirit. And now these lower pools from below will rise up and wash out all the deceptive sand, all the deceptive air, all the prince of the power of the air, and all the serpents that move through the sand, and it will actually burn them into a sea of glass. And it will seal them out of the water realm, and it will burn that sand into a sea of glass. If you melt sand, it turns into glass. And this water is actually fire. That's what makes it living water. It's blue fire. It's aqua fire, it's turquoise fire, it's sea green fire, it's emerald fire, and it's sapphire fire. The sea of glass is a sea of liquid fire that's actually an ocean of living waters. And when it comes upon the sand of the deception of the serpents in the garden, it melts the sand and it, and it seals the snakes. That's how a person gets delivered from Satan and demons and fallen angels and, and curses and sickness and disease and poverty and religion and everything that's a lie in this world. The whole lie gets washed away by this blue fire, by this emerald fire. Turquoise fire, aqua fire, teal fire. You can see the sea of glass, the crystal sea, is living liquid fire, and it's liquid love. And you can swim in it. <laughs> you have to live in it. It's so important. That's the only way you'll ever know Jesus and the Father in reality. We're coming out of the religion of the counterfeit waters, out of the red dragon's mouth spewed a river, Revelation says, the majority of Christians are coming out of the river of the red dragon, which is self-efforts, strange fire, dead works. They manifest like dogs. They manifest like snakes. You see the reaction to the true temple of the living water? They don't react positively at first. I have like almost never in my life seen a person initially react positively to the high waters of God the Father. It's always demon manifestations. It's always shock. Oh my God, like you're coming out of hell, like the grave clothes of Lazarus on the first day. Untie him. He stinketh and get the grave clothes off and give him a bath, give him a shower. Why is that? It's because religion has deceived us with false waters that are in fact sand in air. A counterfeit. 
It's not the living waters. It's not the glory of God. If you had grown up in the crystal sea, all these things would just be home to you. And they are to some people, but not to most. Because most people come out of religious influence of fallen angels and snakes in the garden. All of that's getting melted away. All the blue fire of the river of life will burn it out of your hearts, wash it out of your hearts, and burn it out of your souls, and wash it out of your souls. And you'll come into the true experience of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Revelation 22.1 Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, flowing with water, clear as crystal, continuously pouring out from the throne of God and the Lamb. So, when you come into the glory of God, when you come into the crystal sea, That's what removes everything of separation. That's what removes the veil. That removes the loneliness, the orphan spirit, the condemning spirit, I'm not good enough stuff, like the main thing that almost all Christians deal with all the time. When they encounter the glory of God, the snakes in them, of the sand in them, has all these negative reactions, and the river cleanses them, washes them, sanctifies them, and that's the evidence that you're adopted into the kingdom of heaven into the kingdom of living waters of the Lamb seated on a sapphire sea, a crystal sea, a living water ocean that is our promised land. How do you get back into the kingdom of heaven? By drinking the waters that proceed from the Father and the Son, drinking the living waters and getting submerged, learning to live underwater and swimming, like Ezekiel 47, back into the temple. There's a river that proceeds from the water temple in Ezekiel 47 and all the fish swim into the temple and through the temple they'll get sanctified by the high priest represented by Ezekiel in Ezekiel 47. And while they're sanctified in the temple, they'll go lower waters, upper waters, and then straight back into the Eden gate when they're perfectly sanctified by the living waters. All you got to do is swim. All you got to do is drink. All you got to do is learn how to breathe the water underwater through your ears, through your eyes, nose, mouth, and touch gates, and all your five physical senses continuously crucified with Christ are crucified with the living waters. These are the waters that crucify you with Christ. Painless. It makes you so freaking high. It's like, I tell you what, I've been in this realm underwater for a few days now, and initially when I started deep sea diving in this crystal sea, I saw the crown, I saw the trident of Christ, the crown of Christ in this dimension. And then when I received it all by faith, the next morning an angel came to me with an 8-inch white seashell and the cream of this dimension. See, there's the crown and the trident and the cream. And the cream is the favor of the crystal sea. It's the favor of the lower pool, of the underwater realm. You need the favor because the favor is what lifts up this, because you can't really operate with others. It's fun to be alone. You can have fun with others here, but we want to bring everybody into these waters because this is the salvation of the whole world. It's not just about a few mystics having fun in realms of glory. It's about, like, let's drown the world days of Noah. Let's get a billion people washed and sanctified and in the temple and entering Eden and knowing God, the God, God face to face in all of His glory. So, when you go down here, You get all these gifts, and there's angels that will give you gifts in every realm that you discover. And once the angel, you see it in a vision, it'll be an open vision. Back when I was younger in the Lord, it'd be open visions. Open because I wasn't sanctified enough to have spiritual visions. Now I see the angels in spiritual visions almost always. And they're real. It's just as real as an open vision. Open vision usually means you're just not sanctified enough to see it. 
So God has to really burn it through your psyche to see it. So the spiritual vision is there, the angel's there, and it burns the blueprint into your spirit so you can your spirit learns how to create it as a creator to give it into others and impart it into others. So that this same crown I received, this trident I received, and this, this white shell with the, the pearl cream in it, the highest degree of favor uh, in, the, in the white shell, can be imparted into everyone who can receive it by faith. Everything you discover is to pull people into these realms. We've been teaching that for decades, that everything you get from God is to be imparted into others. Everyone can receive it by faith. Amen. And those that pioneer open it up and they become kings and queens in that realm. And it is. It's, you, then you multiply it into others and it's a multiplication effect filling the glory realms with Christians going deeper into the glory of God. Not always going vertical, sometimes just going down in humility. Humility is the biggest one. I couldn't enter this underwater realm until I had experienced perfect humility. It's true. People are like, oh, you can't say, but well, I tell you what, Jesus Christ, perfect humility. And you, you can experience perfect humility. When you come underwater, every single one of you will experience perfect humility. Perfect humility is not hard. Perfect humility is just being drowned in the crystal sea. It's not something you have to beat yourself up with. It's something you drink yourself completely dead to self, completely dead to selfishness, no self-awareness, and just being completely whacked in your soul underwater all the time. That's perfect humility. When the water is flowing through your head with a rainbow ear to ear and you have the mind of Christ and you're operating underwater, that's perfect humility. You can move around according to your humility. If there's pride, you'll never enter any dimension. You can barely go anywhere in the glory if you have a demon of pride. That's why one of the main blockages we deal with is pride because they think they know it all, but it's just sand and air. It's not even living water in there, and there's no rainbow in there. There's no mind of Christ. There's no unity of the brethren. Because if we all had the mind of Christ underwater in the crystal sea, there'd be perfect unity everywhere. But it's just like 100,000 different denominations. Every prophet thinks they're right against another prophet, and they're all attacking each other and all this. When you're underwater, it's just rainbow. That's the mind of Christ, rainbow. The seven spirits of God, ear to ear, rainbow. And it's a circle of one mind of Christ. We have the same mind. Doesn't mean we're all the same. It just means we have the same God controlling our mind. Romans 8, whoever's mind is controlled by the Spirit is at peace with God. So we're all controlled by the one Spirit under one God and Father of all of us who are saved and redeemed. Unity of the brethren will be simple once we discover this underwater dimension. And people start to get their blood burning, start to get their heart healed and start to get their mind renewed by the upper pool and the lower pool released upon you today and they get sanctified and once they're sanctified by these waters it's always unity the only thing that brings division is the sand in the air of satan and his angels that pretends to be water that pretends to be glory that pretends to be christianity there's a there's a hundred million counterfeits out there but there's only one jesus christ only one real one he's the one that sits on the waters He's the king of glory. He's the king of the waters. He's the one enthroned over the living waters. He's the one that baptizes in the Holy Spirit and fire. And the Holy Spirit and fire is the crystal sea. (laughs) And once you're pickled underwater, guess what? You swim right through the pearls. The gates of God. The gates of the underwater city. The gates of the new Zion. And Zion is inside the water temple. This is the third temple that we're building together. 
and it's the temple that will sanctify the whole world with the waters above and the waters below, fulfilling the prophecy as it was in the days of Noah. In Jesus' name. Partner with Red Letter Ministries. Donate to RedLetterMin.com. we got some minist- tons of ministry needs. I mean, literally as, mu- as big as you can build this thing. We're reaching half a million people already this month. We need a new camcorder for our, our audience. We really need a new house and a new studio. And uh, we'd like to also get a new nightclub for everyone to just come and, and lounge and, and soak in the glory. We're seeing a visions of a Joel's Bar nightclub in Minneapolis, where people can just come in and just get completely drenched and high and drunk and soaked in in like a nightclub setting that's a total bar setting, but everyone's high and drunk on the glory of God. And we believe that God's going to provide the people and the millionaires and the billionaires and, and all kinds of people to partner with this ministry to make all these visions come true. Ask the Holy Spirit what you can do to blow up this vision and be a part of building this temple for the sanctification of all nations, tribes, and tongues. RedLetterMen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.